You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Alright everybody, it's time once again for another brand new episode of the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. No girls allowed, only boys allowed on this episode. We talk about wrestling, Scott. How much do we talk about it? Yeah, if you're not interested in wrestling, like, at all, just skip about half an hour of it. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. There's yeah. a lot of wrestling talk. Yeah, we just watch the Royal Rumble and we talk about wrestling. And then we talk about wrestling, and then we talk about how Hulk Hogan's Twitter feed and weird obsession with his daughter is the creepiest thing on the internet right now. That's saying something, man. John, what's up next? <laughs> After a full no, half guys, hour we, we of really wrestling talk, talk a lot about really wrestling. talk about it. Um, we mentioned Leonard Nimoy's delightful musical uh, performance, Bilbo Baggins, Braves Little Hobbit and all. Scott uh, then talks about The Hobbit for quite some time. Talks about some video games on Finish Swan, Machinarium. I mentioned uh, that I'm back into Vampire Bloodlines. There's I, no swans in Unfinished Swan. No swans at all. Not e- there is a picture of one, but it's unfinished. Not even the swan for the warriors. Um, then we talk about the movie From Hell, uh, the book Anno Dracula, and the film and comics Judge Dredd. Most of the comics. Most of a lot of it. really don't talk about it. I did uh, see, but didn't talk about it. Take that, listeners. Yep. Dan Classified Sweet. and Hudson Mohawk and um, the musician Macklemore. Again, a lot of wrestling. A lot, a lot of, wrestling. of wrestling, guys. If you're down for wrestling, fucking. But seriously, you could just skip to minute thirty. And if you don't it, like wrestling, if you don't like wrestling. No, but we talk about the business. Fucking just listen to the fucking the whole thing. That's seriously, right. don't fuck around. It's not yes, everybody. Judge show. Quietly enthralled by the game. We did warn you that this would happen. Yeah. Well, I had the wherewithal to look away from the screen. Uh-huh. Because, anyway, this is 90S. We're like 20-something seconds in. But there's a big intro before this, so that's fucking fine. But yes, the hockey game's on because we do live in Montreal and hockey's back. Yay! Yay! So much time to make up. There's not enough. There's not enough time. Well, you heard that, that it now. does not actually fucking matter. What? It was something like in the, in the past 10 years, if you look at where the teams were at 48 games in, it's been like one time did someone who wasn't in the playoffs make the playoffs. Really? And obviously the playoff standings change, yeah, yeah, yeah. But huh. it's like just about never since 2002 has things changed that much from 48 games in to 82 games in. That's crazy. I seem to remember so many seasons where like Montreal is on a, is on like a like a hot streak at the start of the the season, and then fucks and, we usually, it up. and then we fuck it up. We usually like end up in eighth, right? You know, it's like we'll we'll drop out of first, but not drop all the way out of the playoffs. Right, like, right, it's, right. it's for for a team to completely disappear out of the playoffs at forty eight <laughs> games is basically unheard of. What's going on, guys? We're uh, no girls allowed. No girls allowed. Yeah, Sophie's actually not here. It's not that she's just being quiet again, right? Which is a thing that happens from time to time when Sophie's here. And just is well, quiet. we saw wrestling. Yeah, we all got together ex- uh, to watch wrestling. Yeah, we we're talking about sports. Yeah. We watched the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think Scott and I both watched Raw, the, the follow-up. Yeah, last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, Wait a minute. They do a whole other thing the night after? Mm-hmm. Their TV show. It's live shit's every Monday night. Wow. Crazy. That's kind of intense. So, yeah, so obviously we're going to do some Royal Rumble spoilers, but if you listen to this fucking podcast, either you don't care or you know already. Yeah. Like, it's fucking, (laughs) it'll be four days ago that the Royal Rumble happened. So the big fucking, what the internet community is. The internet wrestling community? The IWC, as they like to call themselves. Which is not correct, because, what was that, IWS, the the big Canadian Indie Wrestling Federation. I think it might have been IWS. Whenever I hear IWC, I think the... Independent Wrestling Syndicate, or whatever the fuck they call themselves. I have no idea what you're talking about. Green Phantom, on Go Plug Yourself, was talking about the big Canadian indie one, like the one that put a lot of, like, Lance Storm and all them, like a lot of of guys got their start in this Canadian fed that actually did pay-per-views, like kind of like almost Canadian ECW, 
sort of thing. Like, they actually did the occasional pay-per-view. They did DVD releases in the late 90s. And ICZ? ICW, maybe? Like, Anywho. Anyway, whatever it is. <clears throat> Lance Storm. Yeah. Lance Storm. Thumbs up, guys. Green fandom. Anyhow, the IWC, the internet wrestling community, is fucking all up in arms. I don't really know why. Why? Because all their favorite wrestlers lost. Yes, but it was sort of that they really thought that, like, Ziggler and Punk were going to headline WrestleMania. Was that a thing that they thought was going to happen? Well, I don't know if that necessarily would have. I don't know anything about wrestling to begin with, but that Ziggler guy was in the ring for a really, really long yeah, time. And, and then he got thrown out like it was nothing right at the end. And for sure he's going to get, like, he's getting a push. Like, he's getting a much bigger push, I think, than anybody thought. He would All right, well, let's okay. quickly cover the results. Here. Sure. All right, so in, in the results, Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Yeah. Retain their tag team championship against the Rhodes Scholars. The only legit match of the night, people have said. Alberto Del Rio defeated the Big Show in a World Heavyweight Championship last man standing match when Ricardo duct taped Big Show's feet to the bottom rope. Yeah, which is legal because it's a last man standing match, supposedly, but like, why didn't Big Show just be like, next time I have a last man standing match, I'm going to hire... Ten personal bodyguards to help me in this fight. Also not the first time that's ever happened. A little bit of research on my part has revealed that a few years ago, in a last man standing match between Batista and John Cena, John Cena tied Batista's feet together around the ring post Mm -hmm. in a last man standing match with duct tape. Crazy. I have to say, in terms of a performance, it was the most unbelievable part of the night. Like... Big Show literally just left his feet sitting there and did no work to move his knees to get the feet off they of made, the they ropes. Did it, it worse was on, so fucking silly. They did worse on Raw. Big Show got Alberto Del Rio back yeah. by duct taping Del Rio's arm, uh-huh. not arms, yeah, arm, one. to the rope and then beat the shit out of Ricardo. And then with one arm free, Alberto Del Rio was powerless to stop him and was just thrashing around. With a free hand and an arm duct taped to the rope... Uh-huh. I think you could probably have found the edge Undone with that free tape. hand and then maybe just unrolled it. Like, Big Show's a big dude and kind of maybe can't touch his feet. Like, no, no, once, no. I know, the, the, the actual taping process, really shitty. But, yeah. like, once you imagine if your feet got attached Yeah, somehow, okay, fine. Once they're there, yeah, you're, you're held down. I don't care how big you are. You're not pulling yourself out of, like, a roll of duct tape around your feet. But yeah, exactly. That's it. Without getting your hands yeah, yeah, into that involved, position. Yeah. But Del Rio with yeah. one arm taped and not... Not just undoing it, just like thrashing around being like, I'm powerless to stop what's happening yeah. in the ring. Yeah, the Batista one was better because Cena grabbed both his legs and pulled them right to the corner. Yeah, yeah, Like, crotched and them on the ring post. taped around. And, and then like... taped his ankles together on the other side. So there's no there's no mat underneath his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Mm, that's and also good. getting crotched by a ring post will leave you dazed for a second or two enough to get a couple sure, a couple sure. rolls of duct tape yeah, around yeah, yeah, those ankles. And then there was the Royal Rumble, which I thought overall... The, the match of the Royal Rumble was cool, but then the outcome was predictably John Cena wins, and the, the final three were Ryback, Cena, and Sheamus, and nobody yeah. else really matters. And then there was, I think for the first time, at least that I can fucking remember, the title shot was like the Royal Rumble didn't headline its own pay per view. Usually, yeah. all the titles happen, mm-hmm. then the Royal Rumble happens. Right. And this was a match with like I got so much fucking gravitas. Right behind it, that they were like, no, this is more important than the Royal Rumble. The Rock fighting 434 day champion CM Punk, and then dusty finish. Dust, dusty finish where the lights black out and Punk no, had been no, the dusty finish is when one person is named the winner, and then an outside force comes out and says, yeah. no, you didn't actually win. Yeah, the match is still on. Mm-hmm. Right. That's except that he didn't. Right, he was just going to give him the belt, and then. Hey, the Rock just... had to come in and be like, no, I'm going to fight him for it. I'm gonna... You don't get to take the belt away from him. The Rock takes the belt I away do. from him. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, then did it. And The Rock had a really weird speech <laughs> where he talked about two becoming one, like the Spice Girls or something. Like he, he sounded a little out of it to me. You guys had always sold me on his like mic skills, and yeah. he didn't really make all that much goddamn sense. He did do just do a bodybuilding movie with Marky Mark, so there might have been a whole lot of steroids involved. Also, a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. rock gym thing? I don't know if you guys have read, there's like this huge 10-page expose in LA Times or something about it, about like the real guys who did it. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit, is that a messed up story. Anywho, we'll come back to that. So, yeah. So, then, so the internet wrestling community, not happy. Yep. Rock wins. 
That that for me kind of bugs me because it's kind of like saying the 1988 Edmonton Oilers are going to challenge the Stanley Cup champions in May, even though they haven't played a match in, in, the in season. 15 years. Yeah. And if they win, <clears throat> they get it. They're the Stanley they Cup champions. They win the Stanley Cup, and you're like, fuck. And, the, and like, ah, oh, fuck. It pissed me off. Too. The other thing, too, though, is like, you said like you were talking about the internet wrestling community. We, when you watch Raw, like, Rock did not have the pop that he usually does. There was a good number of Rock fans like they, they did the Raw the next day in like mm-hmm. Las Vegas. But like if you listen to the fans, like Rock came out and did his little celebration and like we did it and yeah. whatever. And like the fans were definitely behind him. But then when Jericho came out, they exploded. Yeah. You know, like I mean I admit that Jericho it's a comeback thing and it's a little bit different. But still, Jericho shouldn't have like a whole bunch more fan support than The Rock having just won his championship. Well, when was the last time The Rock was in the ring prior to last Six night? Six months Remember? ago? Yeah. Eight months ago? In, in a wrestling match? Yeah. WrestleMania? WrestleMania. Okay, so, so March. Eight, eight years ago. April 1st. Eight years ah, ago. Eight, years ago. Or eight months ago. Okay. Eight months April ago. April 1st. Where Enz Jericho was six months ago. Right. Like, he was like, wrestling uh, before that, too. He was, like, wrestling every week on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. Just... Even, even Jericho. Jericho's supposedly on a short two, three month long contract, mm. but... Full, WrestleMania. full rotation though like not just a like that was oh my god there were so many like little digs that I thought were amazing when Punk was just sort of like no I don't feel like challenging you right now I feel like challenging you Friday when I'll be wrestling or Saturday when I'll be wrestling or Sunday when I'll be wrestling or next Monday yeah. when I'll be wrestling I don't think we're gonna see you until the next pay per view you know yeah <laughs> like when did, where did he say that like on, on Raw on, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like he's not it's fucking, it's super shitty. And, like, when fucking The Rock gets in the ring and it's all just sort of, like, like the journey has come to an end. I'm like, what fucking journey? You showed yeah. up and was like, I would like a title shot, please. And then they were like, here's your title shot. Here it goes. Like, it's just, to me, bad storytelling. <clears throat> like, it's just awful storytelling. I would have even been behind the story and even behind the belt drop if Rock showed up, say, like, four or five months ago being like, nobody can beat CM Punk. He's beat everybody else. I'm like, going to beat everybody. I'm going to beat CM yeah. Punk. I'm going to become number one contender. And like, and CM Punk said, you're not getting a match with me. I only wrestle people contender. that are worth, worth it. Yeah. And he has to go and fight Ryback. And then he has to go and fight Dolph Ziggler. And then he has to go and fight Sheamus. And then you're number he's one like, contender. I want the match now. And, and CM Punk could be like, no, I'm a weasel. I'm a bad guy. You're not yeah. getting the match. And that's when, you know, the, the general manager or the Come CFO in and be like, no, be he's like, number one contender now. Well, obviously, The Rock is too big a movie star to be able to have Which a... is why the internet hates him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if, Pre- he did, even if he only wrestled pay-per-views, if The Rock could have given one weekend a month for the past four or five months... Well, it's not one weekend a month. It's no, so much work to stay like in shape and prep all the matches yeah, and whatever. But it's not... But he's still... Yeah. I know what, you, I know what you're saying. Pay-per-views, yeah. As opposed to the insane fucking schedule that the guys are actually doing. Like, the, yeah. the real... But, like, like, think about it this way. Like, if you're not a wrestling fan, you're not a huge fan, think of a, a TV show that you like and have that happen. So imagine you're watching The Walk, Walking Dead, and you're like, yeah, zombies. And on next week's episode, Arnold Schwarzenegger is there, and he's got his chain gun from Terminator 2, yeah. and he kills 500 zombies, and everyone lives, and, and they're all the happy. And everybody's like, yay, Arnold saved us! And then he leaves. And, and then he's like, like I'm what? the new leader. And Rick's like, I'm sad. And then he's, Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up for another episode. And then disappears. Yeah. And you're like, but he's the new leader. No. Well, well then why did he show up? Yeah. And well, why, why are why are so many people happy about this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems to me that they're just sort of fucking with the balance of, of shit. That's I going guess they on. just really wanted a lot of people to watch that one episode of Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Basically. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that would be that would be terrible. Although, also, Cena, I like Cena's speech too, and C- Cena's decision also fucking pisses me off. Like Cena's decision. So Monday, he won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, winning the Royal Rumble gives you um, a title shot, guaranteed right. title shot. And there's the two for which one? The heavyweight one that the Rock just took. Well, that, that's, that's the WWE title champ, or okay. the World Heavyweight Champion, that or the World Heavyweight Champion. Alberto Del Rio won with the duct tape. They're okay. both they're both considered to be equal, mm-hmm. but the WWE title has a little more, little okay. more pull. So the, Cena's like, I need to decide who I'm going to do. And he's like, you know, he's like, I could wait. I could wait until after Elimination Chamber, whatever, but I'm going to do it right now. But he's like, let's just, you know, let's just weigh the options. He's like, if I choose the challenge for the WWE title, I'm going to be facing either CM Punk, if CM Punk wins his rematch, mm-hmm. or The Rock. And he's like, The Rock beat me last year and whatever. And he's like, The Rock's always like, you know, comes out on top and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, CM Punk, 
I can't beat him. Mm-hmm. The last six times we've been in the ring, I've either not won because it's been like an elimination chamber, or he's just beaten me flat out. He's like, right. no, how, whatever you want to say, I can't beat CM Punk. So the logic would say that I should go after the world heavyweight title. Right. But I'm going to challenge for the WWE title. And you're right. like, because you're an idiot? Because you're a big dumbhead? You're like... No, but he's like the hero. He's supposed to do the stupid thing and come out yeah, on no, top. But it's, it's so, it's, like, but it's still like, it's even, it's just like, they're like, yay. And building, I guess, up to what people feel is probably going to be the triple threat. If it's not a triple threat, if it's just a rematch of Rock and uh, Cena... Uh, once in a lifetime until next year because <laughs> they touted that as the once in a lifetime match last year okay like if it's just a one on one between Rock and Cena right I think even a casual fan would be like what they they, they, they pimped the match last year as a once in a lifetime yeah, match. yeah 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 it was like Wrestlemania once in a lifetime like I don't think there was no title or anything on it it was just the once in a lifetime yeah. match it was like the two the, icons yeah the icon of the attitude era and the icon of the PG the PG era <laughs> I guess whatever the fuck the other thing that really bugs me about that is if it is a Rock Cena promo, is their banter back and forth at each other mm-hmm. is basically saying, you're gay. No, you have no nuts. Ha ha ha, lady pants. Like, they just... Because uh. they're, they're both heroes, right? Like, right. They're, they can only, like, resort to, like, childish sort of antics because they both don't want to, like look like too much of a bad guy or whatever. So. Right. You, you wear purple shirts, so I'm going to call you Fruity Pebbles. Uh, everybody chant Fruity Pebbles. Pebbles PG Rock is weird Although <laughs> Get your bitch ass up here Whatever the fuck Holy shit Fucking Rock slipped up And said like Cause you're like a candy ass bitch Yeah Or something And you just see like Punk's eyes light up And he's like I'm a candy ass bitch And then like Punk says candy ass bitch Like <laughs> yeah. five times in ten seconds Cause, cause Rock can do it <laughs> He's, like, he's yeah. like Rock said it yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like I'm fucking in the clear. Yeah, <laughs> I am gonna swear on TV. <laughs> like he's like, this is it's okay for me to swear a bunch on TV. Yeah. The only thing that's got me a little bit more positive was the end of Raw, which Paul Heyman brought out Brock Lesnar. Well, no, Brock Lesnar came out against Paul Heyman's will. No, Brock. No, Brock. And then he just beats up Vince. <laughs> it's like. Paul's, Paul's telling Vince, no, seriously, Vince, you have to get out of the ring now. You have to get out of the ring now. Get out, get out now. So but, uh, yeah. Paul Heyman is the guy who uh, does the best thing in wrestling management where he just holds up Punk's title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he also manages Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar being like legit UFC heavyweight champion, heavyweight champion okay. who now can't hack it in the UFC, but he did wrestle back in the day. So now he does, he does kind of similar to The Rock. Like he'll show up and wrestle the pay-per-view or two here. Right, there. right, right. And... So it's now been there's been like a video that was found, clearly showing Paul Heyman orchestrating paying off the shield and paying paying off the dirty referees and all that stuff. So he's like, "Well, you're fired because you're fucking trying to rig matches and all that stuff." And then Brock right. Lesnar comes out, doesn't say anything, points at Les- points at uh, Heyman, points into the corner, and Heyman's like, "Okay," and he's like, "Vince, leave, Vince, yeah. Vince, get out now, like." Vince leave and like then like Lesnar's like shut up and then he's like gets nose to nose with Vince then doesn't yeah. say anything punches an old man puts him on his shoulders fucking flips him around like a fucking ragdoll Vince? yeah yeah awesome fucking 69 years old whatever. 69 years old and puts him through the F5 which is like from shoulders where he like up and spins the guy and the holy shit like, it was a pretty it's a rough it's not a rough bump because it's you're falling from 6 feet so it's a rough bump but yeah. it's an extremely rough bump when Vince is pushing 70 like, Holy smokes. <laughs> like, you know, when your bones are from the 40s. It's, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And did you see the thing I sent out, um, I think yesterday in the thread? Uh, how how the fuck can Zack Ryder not get a push? Because <laughs> no. you know why he can't get a push? I'm going to tell you exactly why he can't get a push. Because he's amazing? Because he hitched his wagon to John Cena, and John Cena said, this was his idea of pushing a friend. Me and Zack Ryder are buddies. And then Kane was like, I hate you, John Cena, and beat up Zack Ryder. <laughs> and then John Cena was like, no, I'm going to win, and he beats up Kane. Like, that's that's his idea of a friendly push. Yeah. Not, I'm going to wrestle Zack Ryder and let him pin me, which would which would be a, a real push. Yeah. No. Like, well, like, I'm like <clears throat> the, what do you call it? The Punk-Brotus Clay match. I mean, Punk got the win, but, like, there's no reason that Brotus Clay should get to wrestle, like... 430-day champion just because he called him out. Uh, that, that's like a 100% punk giving Brodus a little bit of a push like kind of situation. But, so Zack Ryder mm-hmm. has a million Twitter followers. Yeah, oh yeah, you still yeah, be That him. means he's seventh 
in all professional wrestling, including The Rock, who's also a movie star, right. Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, who are retired. Right. So really, he's fourth in terms of Twitter followers of the entire roster, second only to uh, Punk, Cena. Cena, Rock. No, 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 no. Well, Rock I discount also because yeah. he's not really an active wrestler. Punk, Cena, and someone else. Okay. But like he's basically Hulk. He, huh? Hulk? Does he Maybe Hulk tweet? Hogan. Hulk Hogan might have been the other one. Hulk Hogan does tweet. Hulk yeah. Hogan's creepy ass tweet on Thursday <laughs> or Friday. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything that's wrong with Hulk Hogan in the world has to do with his daughter. So there's a picture that came out like six months ago of him okay. like at a resort with his daughter. Yeah. He's like, let me let me get that suntan lotion on you. Yeah. Let me get that on your on the back of your legs and yeah, you're wearing a bikini, so we're gonna get your butt. Oh it's man! Like, uh, thanks, TMZ. You ruined my day. Yeah. <laughs> then Hulk Hogan gets married, remarried, new woman. Yeah. Who looks just like his daughter. Okay. Really creepy, really gross. And then in the last seven days, he put up a, a picture of his daughter, who is like wearing a short skirt, and he's like, "Yeah, check out them legs on Brooke." You're like, wait, no, that is it's your, your it's your daughter, that dude. Is your daughter. Yeah. Fucking Wayne Stop Gretzky. It. Wayne yeah. Gretzky was like. My daughter's posting horrors pictures on Twitter. Stop it. Yeah. But I'm a fucking national treasure. <laughs> you know, like, you're my daughter. Yeah. Stop being a whore. Hulk Hogan's, like, perpetuating his daughter's whoredom. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, I guess Hulk Hogan is not Wayne Gretzky. That is true. He a, is he a national treasure? <laughs> He's no. an American hero. He's an American hero. Not a national treasure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, so, I don't know, but Raw was actually, I thought, pretty good. I liked the, the raw follow up punk punk fucking tantruming being like punk's tantrum was amazing being like it's day 435 of my title reign because I didn't lose <laughs> like, what, what Vince did was it was illegal <laughs> just like getting all screechy and yeah, yelling exactly. mad like comes out tears up people's signs again and everything else like that and people are just sort of like shut up I love that like they're sort of like you everybody who's booing me right now in 20 years they're gonna look back at me and my career and call me a genius but you guys are just too big of idiots <laughs> to do that right now so let's just hate on punk <laughs> like yeah. it's fucking just ra- ranting and raving like a scorned child which was good he sold it well like he I don't I think that if he didn't he didn't act like a little baby the crowd would have been almost behind him like if he came out and said the right things probably could have vilified rock like if he they, they probably made sure that he didn't do that like it would like if what you guys are saying is right about the whole internet community turning against this whole situation like yeah you, they're you know, like you just have to act like a giant sissy and whatever else to anything anything to, to sell to, you being a heel in this scenario yeah exactly to make yeah. sure you look bad like yeah. just to the internet community does have its favorites though like they like CM Punk they yeah. like Daniel Bryan they like Dolph Ziggler yeah how I do they like the Ziggler I don't because he sells he, he's a guy who who works hard yeah. at his craft and people appreciate that right. so took the was bad on the mic took took the time somehow I guess like practicing in front of the mirror improv classes got, and got good on the mic huh. like, fucked a comedian and yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Just like, did the work to get good at it. Um, yeah, and when like someone shows up and says, "I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna f- hit Dolph Ziggler with my my crazy left-handed punch," right. Ziggler makes it look like it. He almost got murdered by that shot. Right. You know, it, it adds to the the enjoyment of it. It's not like who was the guy who pulled out a sock on his arm. Oh, got immediately cho- like tossed the fuck out of the ring. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Santino Morella. He, so he's what's a, his deal? He's, he's like a bit a, of a joke wrestler. Okay, you, you saw him when he power walked to the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a guy who his, his job is to be comedy relief. Okay, he's just the, like a big goofball. Yeah. Although it was last year at the Rumble, through like a bizarre happenstance, he was the final two. Yeah. Like Alberto Del Rio won. Yeah. But uh, Santino had never been thrown out of the top rope. So Santino like crawls back in because he had only gone out under and was like, "I'm still in the Royal Rumble." <laughs> and then like Antonio's like stares at him and fucking the crowd goes insane like yeah. Santino, Santino, <laughs> Santino like and they were like I'm sure that the writers were like, "What?" Like instead yeah. of like laughing or jeering like people yeah. were like like he hit like him and uh, Del Rio did like a back and forth like the 
Like, punch, 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 Lands a punch. Yeah! Delberto hits the punch. Boo. Santino hits the punch. Yeah! Fucking, like, just the most bizarre crowd going completely over for like the joke wrestler right so much so he got a spot in the elimination chamber the next pay-per-view <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah and once again had a ton of ton of people behind him so yeah so what's happening did we they, i know they haven't called it because it's only been the one thing but they're like yeah. and they're like punk and rock at elimination chamber but in an elimination chamber or is it going to be another i don't think so i think the raw elimination chamber is going to be the shield versus sheamus ryback and cena but you know what would be better the Shield and CM Punk versus Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad Maddox. Special referee. Yeah. Well, no, because it has to be six. So it's The Shield, CM Punk, Rock. Santino with Brad Maddox as the referee. <laughs> Brad Maddox as the referee. It would be the best. Again, they, they, they would never do something like that, but it would just be hilarious. Like, bam, they just stand and wait. Bam. They just Don't stand open and, the door. They just stand and wait until The Rock just gets out would be the best and I still think that fucking I mean I guess Ziggler's gonna cash at the end of Elimination Chamber he has to right that's the only thing that makes sense oh, it's not just, I mean what's cash I don't get it Dolph Ziggler has a contract that awards him a shot at the World Heavyweight Champion okay. Alberto Del Rio at any time he wants right including immediately after a match right right, right. so he just runs in with that briefcase with yeah. the contract and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash. so Elimination Chamber is a giant steel cage with four pods in it okay. so every starts off with two wrestlers and every five minutes one of the pods randomly opens okay and if you get pinned or tap out you're out mm-hmm. and the last man alive in the ring wins the match okay so, so it after like 4v4 it could be it could be five on one at one point if you really okay like if uh, like when when Undertaker's in it it's like a good idea to maybe team up and take out Undertaker because right. he has like superpowers yeah and his his thing about never tapping out isn't that what it is that's John Cena John Cena oh. doesn't tap but yeah but, like, yeah like stuff like that like you're just sort of like or if, like if Ryback's in the chamber you're probably gonna have like a couple guys going up against Ryback to be right. like, let's get rid of Ryback so then we can it's like, a, it's like a grueling match and it has happened where money in the bank contracts have been cashed immediately after well it was Edge Edge did the best so it's like John Cena like defied all odds. It was like in a, it was John Cena and like a mostly heel elimination chamber. It was, like mm-hmm. John Cena and like a good number of bad guys. Okay. So John Cena like does it. Also, it was usually it's a lot like uh, it's what is it? Champs retain like once or something, right? Like it's because you can have the championship. You can go in as champion, mm-hmm. but then you still need to be last man in the elimination chamber to win. So right. like you can lose second or whatever, and you're belt's gone like the belt is on the line in this match okay. you have five people trying to get your one title so like John Cena retains and it's like yeah like I did it whatever yeah. and like fucking beating up like bleeding and all that shit and they're like you think you know me and it's like Edge had the money in the bank just like runs in fucking chucks the, chucks the <laughs> thing and, like start the match like ding 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 <laughs> yeah. and, like, boom and it's like knocks over Cena and pins him and it's like I'm the champion that's awesome. and, starts, and starts to cry like yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you, you. <laughs> thank you. Like, like the way people act like as though they just had like the biggest match of their lives yeah fucking the best my life's goal has come to this apex yeah, exactly amazing. although Edge, Edge has had amazing elimination chamber moments where he lost his belt on the Smackdown chamber so he lost Your the world heavyweight and then it was a Kofi Kofi Kofi's going in for his term in the elimination chamber and just runs past him knocks him out and then locks himself in the pod being like I'm in this match now <laughs> so he can challenge for the other belts because right. he just lost his like half an hour earlier yeah Edge had great elimination chamber moments poor Edge what happened Edge's uh, his back exploded they were like he has degenerative cartilage in the upper spine okay yeah. and after winning a big match a year and a, a year and a half ago, just before WrestleMania. Are you sure? It was, he, then he went into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, so then it was two years ago then. Because it, it was a WrestleMania no, match against like, Del Rio, it was wasn't it? Three months before WrestleMania, because he was in the maybe? Hall of Fame. It was very, very quick. Whatever. He had and a, then he had, he'd, a big he'd, match. he'd broken his neck previously and had hurt him, and come, rehabbed it and come back and right. yeah, yeah. had a match, won the match, excited, kind of felt some pain, went to the doctor. The doctor said you were one fall away from being. Paralyzed or something, yeah. like completely quadriplegic. It was so high up enough in his spine right. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, well, then I am done wrestling." Right. Like, 
Same day. It was like he won the match on the Sunday. Yeah. Came in on Monday for the live show and announced his retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I'm very I pro- sorry. I didn't know this was going to happen. If if I, you know, trip on the ropes, climbing up the steps, yeah. wrong, quadriplegic. Like, I have to retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made the, really the best best decision possible. Yeah, really. <laughs> but, uh, Still, poor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not, like, fucking one of the all-time belt holders. Fucking... 11-time tag team champion. Like, eight or nine-time fucking major belt champion between the two of them. Was at WrestleMania 5 as a fan cheering for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone scanned the audience and found a picture of him there. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, desired to be, like, in high school, they show, like, the old picture, like... Yeah. He wants to be a WWF. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, very much lifetime, uh, lifetime fan who then became a pro wrestler and then... Huge fan of World of Darkness live action role playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to decide with his his partner who was going to start off the tag team match with Rock, Paper, Scissors. Scissors. Yep. Started off in the WWE as a member of the Brood with their manager, Gangrel. Yeah, I heard about that. The the vampire. Yeah. He wasn't really a Gangrel, he was a toy of anti tribute, but uh, WWE felt that Gangrel sounded better. He said that once. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't his choice. I mean, he was. He wore, like, a big frilly shirt and drank blood and, like, poured blood all over himself. Like, right. was, and he had, like, glasses and stuff. But he called himself Gangro. Well, the WWE called him Gangro. Right. And he I guess I guess when he was... Licensed like, from World of Darkness, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, right. when I remember when you played the old, old wrestling games that he was in, they had, like, blah, 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 everything, like, a million fucking World... WWE, copyright, WWF, copyright, copyright. copyright. And then, like, right at the end, Gangro, there's a copyright of, like, fucking... White, White Wolf, Wolf Publishing. publishing. <laughs> like, What? I guess I guess that just belongs there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what else is going on? We talked fucking half the episode almost about wrestling. Yeah, uh, so I saw The Hobbit on Saturday. How was that? 3D. Was it magically delicious? Uh, yeah, it it's was... Leprechauns, right? Harry played Leprechauns. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. It was, it was basically Leprechaun 5. <laughs> Leprechaun 5. Wait a minute, that's Lep in the Hood. In snow. Yep. Lep in, the, Lep in space was back to the hood. No, Lep, Lep four with Lep in space. Lep five was in the hood. Lep six was back to the hood. That's right. Yep, you got it. We got know it. our leprechauns yeah, here on nine to five. Watch them all. That's oh, right. I meant leprechaun seven. Leprechaun there is no seven. leprechaun seven. Leprechaun in the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was. If you're a big fan of the original trilogy and the original trilogy extended editions, I'm a big fan of the animated one and the song "When There's a Whip, There's a Way." Right, Ralph Bakshi. Yes, remember that the animated uh, Lord of the Rings. I, was, I, I did see it, but I was only thinking when you said like the animated one. I was thinking more of the the for some reason my head went to the Leonard Nimoy song, the Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins, Bilbo bravest little hobbit of them all. Fucking that is amazing. Leonard Nimoy singing the Bilbo Baggins theme song is yep. So like we we talked to Keith about this before. He does not like the original Lord of the Rings. I don't dislike them. I just don't have a hard on for them. They're like way low on my list of like must see geek cred movies like I have no desire to rewatch them whatsoever whereas I could rewatch original Star Wars all the time I can rewatch most of the Star Trek films definitely I can rewatch fucking Indiana Jones mm-hmm. 1 and 3 but maybe not 2 could because it's such a huge investment of time to watch the series like, like but even still but like it's it's a long trilogy but it's not yeah. like stupendously long like I mean like it's they're just a little bit longer than regular movies. We did mm-hmm. sit down and watch the fucking mega edition of Watchmen. Yeah, but it was brilliant. Yeah, which I don't think the Lord of the Rings was. Hmm. Like, that's kind John, of John. Are you a big fan of Lord of the Rings? Like, uh, I don't, I don't know what I'm, you're saying. I'm, on I'm this. a big fan, but I, I, I'm not quite as far as Keith is saying. Is like, it's, I'm not that impressed by them. I really like them, and I could watch them again. But I would, again, I would, I would rewatch tons of other films before I'd rewatch Lord of the Rings. Okay, because when the extended editions of the original trilogy came out on DVD, yeah, I would watch the movie. And then I'd watch the documentary with the actors, and then I watched the docu- the full like, uh, what do you call it, voiceover commentary with the actors. Wow! And then again with the directors. Pretty big nerd. And then I watched it again with like the set designers and all the like so you six all the, like, hours with over ten different commentaries. Yeah. You're like, oh, we'll watch all ten. Yeah. And then like the six hours of documentary features Sweet they genius. have. Right. For each one of the movies, so I, I'm a big fan of, of the original trilogy. Gotcha. I did I did like them a lot. And message received. I think the only film that I have done that with Total Recall, Sin City. Oh. I think hmm. Sin City was the only one. And then I also 
uh, I, don't know, I watched Sin City the entire. They they do it in high speed, so you can watch it in 15 minutes. I slowed it down so that I could have a little bit more of an idea. It's about 45 minutes or so, mm-hmm. where the entire the, the entire movie in green screen. So like the entire oh, movie, crazy. The, the entire movie before effects. Right. So <laughs> the only the only set that exists in Sin City is the bar. There is no other set in That's Sin City. That's amazing. There's like a few like set pieces, mm-hmm. but there is no complete set. A toilet, a dashboard, a yeah, car. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Toilet, a dashboard, like chairs or whatever else like that. Like in the apart in uh, what's her name's apartment. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I have ever had the patience to watch any film with the with the director's commentary. I think I'll, I've like tried on I a watched, couple of different and, ones, and then I just get and it. not just that. Like the documentary, documentaries, the behind the scenes things. There's yeah. easily six to eight hours for each of the three movies. Yeah. I, I will admit that I watched the whole series probably three or four times, like while I was living with Chris, and he had the DVDs around. Like I, the, I do like him, but the the Weta Workshop stuff yeah. and the special effects and the crazy computer programming for the big battle where they're yeah the, the one the pack of orcs that would always run away. <laughs> okay, anyway, so them. Hobbit. Hobbit Hobbit was a warm revisiting to an old friend, yeah. and they they bookend Gay. the movie with <laughs> by setting it in like as in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bilbo is writing, and they, they go five minutes before that, and just kind of have him, you know, getting his tea and setting down and opening up the pit book, and that was kind of a nice touch. And Ian Holm is in it, and mm-hmm. Elijah Wood is in it for that little scene. Continuity. And it was nice. It was really good. The 3D was better than Thor, which Thor, I saw in 3D. Thor, Thor had that weird post-production 3D, right? Or and like... not quite as good as the second Sherlock Holmes 3D. I didn't, I didn't I see either that. of those in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how... Thor was was like, look, it's the bright, colorful land of Asgard. But it, through the 3D glasses, it was like, and you're wearing sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing they need to fucking fix. The lighting? Somehow. They need to just fix that. that, that well, needs to be Sherlock Holmes did it really well where they played with the contrast a little more. Yeah. And, so and when all, stuff was kind of exploding, it was like being in the, the watching the first Matrix movie again where all that stuff was happening in slow motion. The 3D yeah. looked really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. But right. I mean, but Sherlock Holmes also has the benefit of taking place largely in jolly gray London, right? Like it's, you <laughs> know, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like, it's okay if you're like, oh, it's a little darker than I expected because everything is gray. Yeah. You know, so. So the I, colors were a little bit better in The Hobbit than they were in Thor, but didn't, it didn't need to be in 3D. There mm-hmm. was no other option to see it. It was in 3D or in 3D AVX. Right. Okay. Weird. Yeah. I don't know, man. I so the 3D didn't add anything the, the, to the it. Big, my big. I have a big Hobbit question. Is it going to be worth another fucking two, three-hour-long movies to tell the story of the 200-page book, The Hobbit? It's not 200. It's like <sighs> 400 tops. Yeah, depends but... on the print. I remember my Hobbit was like this then. Like, uh, my Hobbit was gigantic. It was super Hobbit, thick. My Hobbit was super thin. <laughs> <laughs> Dick joke. <laughs> super um, thick, ladies. Yay. I was I was completely. I didn't feel like they were um, dragging stuff out to add more material. Like they took their time with the fight scenes there's, and exploring stuff the world. Added though, right? Yeah, somebody like, told me they made up a scene or two can't say. I haven't read The Hobbit since I was in grade 5. Homework assignment. Where does it finish, this movie? Uh, It finishes... Spoiler, if you haven't... If you haven't read The Hobbit from fucking... fucking The the dwarves escape from the caves of the... Moria? No, not Moria. The... Not orcs. Goblins. The goblin caves. So immediately after they... Uh, Bilbo takes the ring from Golem. Mm-hmm. Then they have a battle against the orcs and the albino orc. Yeah. And they defeat him, chase them off. They fly on the Deus Ex Machina eagles Eagle wings, yeah. to safety. And then they're like, now we can see the lonely mountain. And then the dragon wakes up. And that's where it ends. You get a good shot of smog? No, you get no shots of smog, which is really? amazing. His, or his, like his eye opening or something. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. like the the mountains of gold that he's hiding under start to rumble, yeah. and then it cuts on his eye, and it it opens, opens. up as as he's like raising himself from. Oh, forgive gold. me if I'm wrong here, but doesn't the, like what happens next is they go to Rivertown, they spend like five minutes there, they go to the mountain, they kill Smog, or no, no they fight with Smog. Smog attacks Rivertown, 
They shoot him down, no, and they go back. That's the, the whole story. There's the whole part where Golem and Bilbo are by themselves, right? Yeah, they do the riddles, and he steals the ring. That already happened. That already happened. Oh, yeah. shit. That's uh, in the that's in the mountains. What about wargs? They fight the wargs. That's and the, this. The, so where there's two the, more movies? I don't understand. That's what, yeah. <laughs> I could see one more. There's definitely one more. Did you see the SNL sketch about this? No. They were just sort of People like... People still watch that? Yeah, I watched it like last week or whatever. I was like, was it not, is it like just on YouTube now? Or I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was, it, was, it was actually a pretty good episode. It was yeah. um, Jennifer Lawrence and the Lumineers were the band. Anyway, okay. the, regardless, they did like an amazing. They don't really do digital shorts anymore since the digital short guys have gone on to other stuff. But it was really? Like, yeah. Oh, that's well, sucks. Yorma, Lonely Kiva, Island, all and left. Andy Samberg are all gone. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, but they did like they did like a fake commercial and they were just sort of like, "You love the Hobbit." You love The Hobbit so much that we split it up into three movies. And it was a huge success. So we're going to split it up to even more movies. <laughs> there will be 37 volumes of The Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a volume like, like, Gandalf decides what to wear, Hobbit 17. And he's like, <laughs> this one? Or this one? Or it's like, the dwarves build a, like a desk from Ikea. And they're like, like, like Fucking, I was like, hilarious. Yep. But yeah, I find like three movies seems fucking crazy. Like I'm glad there's a fucking Hobbit movie. I'm. St- is it really three? I'd heard. T- it was my understanding <laughs> I, there was two. I heard but... two, and then somebody's uh, then read that they extended it out to three. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Well, but I think uh, I fucking, you know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be like another Matrix thing where like three quarters of the fucking third movie is gonna be fight, fight. Yeah, but if that if that fight is like smog raping Rivertown, that could be good fun. Yeah, but for a whole movie? Like, I mean, fucking... Man, when Smog appears yeah. at the start, and they're telling the story of him attacking Rivertown and yeah. the the Lonely Mountain, you don't see him clearly at all. You see people, like, running and screaming, and everything is on fire, yeah. and like smoke, Cloverfield. and... It was awesome. It was terrifying, <laughs> man. Yeah. The, 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 the fights between them are just ridiculous, and... and well, he shot a it was whole great, like freaking like mountain home full of dwarves, right? And that is his deal. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. I liked the movie a lot. And I'm sure I'll, I'll probably watch it on. on 3D, I thought was a little unnecessary. Yeah. Um, Get over didn't... 3D Hollywood. Get over it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking my my feelings with 3D are were summed up fantastically by Christopher Nolan with Inception. <laughs> is there a way that I can make everything look as sharp and crisp and dynamic as this, but in 3D? Nope. Well then, I'm not making my movie in 3D. Like it was just like and, <laughs> he's and like we tested Inception. It. Inception had more cause to be in 3D. There were yeah, more there's a lot of really cool things in Inception that would have been in 3D. And apparently, they did some test shots. Did some test shots, and he was like, "If we can't fucking get rid of that fuzz around the side that happens when something fucking really comes out, and we have to fucking dilute the colors, and we have to do this," we have to, he's like, "Or I could just make it look really cool in not 3D." Yep. The end. Yeah, and that's that was I would say my biggest complaint to that. Was that it was three D? Was that it was three D? Yeah. What'd you pay for your ticket? Sixteen bucks. Yeah. What did we pay? I went to see a movie at the Paramount. Yeah, you were saying it was you like went to go see thirteen. Something fucking crazy expensive. Oh know? yeah, Django. It was like eighteen bucks or twenty bucks or something you for like a IMAX? regular. No, no, it was IMAX. It wasn't even AVX. It was just like might have been IMAX, but I don't know. Was the screen two stories tall, or yeah. was it just a big screen? It's just a really big screen. I think they still charged me eighteen bucks. Jesus Christ. Yep. Normally it's 13 which is still so a lot good. of money. Yeah, it's expensive. I was there opening weekend or whatever, so. Yeah, still. Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing all sorts of video games, guys. Yeah? Like all what? All kinds. I played, uh, I had to write them down, there's mm-hmm. so many. I played The Unfinished Swan, which was fucking cool. Okay. The Unfinished Swan, you play a little kid in a completely Not a white... swan? No, not a swan. That's true. Yeah, the, the, whole, the story is that you're a little kid whose mom... There's a swan. Okay, swan, fun fact. Did you know a swan's wing is powerful enough to break a man's neck? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're badass. Karate chop from a swan. So anyway, this game, all white. Your only ability is to throw black ink. Okay. Not swans? Not swans. Fucking, you know what, I'm not even going to explain it. I don't give a shit, guys. Hold on. Other game I played with Machinarium. Are you playing the character from The Warriors? No, I'm actually playing Natalie Portman in a video game. (laughs) <laughs> is she black? Does, does yes. this have to do with Twilight? <laughs> what? Is Natalie Portman in Twilight now? Oh, but the swans are. But was the theme song for the Black Swan performed by Evanescence? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was like some opera, kind of evanescence Am I wrong? 
You'd have to ask Sophie. She's the big uh, Evanescence fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one time we can one talk time. about Evanescence. <laughs> Sophie's not here. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, you play a little kid. You can throw black ink, and you have to sort of throw ink around to like piece together the level that you're trying to navigate through, because otherwise everything is completely white. You can't see a thing. Huh. Kind of cool. So like you paint your way through the path you have to explore. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a 2D puzzler? 3D. Or? It's 3D first person. Crazy. Yeah, it's kind of kind of neat. And you can, you can also, if you were feeling very... Uh, Fucking energetic! You can hook it up to the moves. You can actually like swing the wands, throw, throw the paint throw around. The with paint the around. Yeah, it, I can see that actually getting to be a tiresome mechanic. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. even with the, the controller, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I'm probably gonna go back. It's apparently not very long. Okay. And apparently, like they add some stuff once you kind of understand to make it a little more interesting. It's only black and white. Only black and white. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's very. I mean, like it was like two fifty or whatever, and I was okay, like, this okay, sounds yeah. like a, like enough of an experimental concept that even if I play it for ten minutes, I'll be like. I, Still happy I, with the two dollars? Yeah, exactly. Like I experienced yeah. the experimental concept. I've yeah. also been replaying Jet Set Radio, one of my absolute all-time favorite games ever. I've never actually played it from the late. 90s. It's a racing game. Nope. You Don't play even know. a guy on rollerblades who flies around or rollerblades around the future city of Tokyo To, mm-hmm. putting up graffiti, and there's this whole like thing of subversion and the like giant evil company. Uh, like funding the police to sort of like make the world dystopian and you play these like punk kids who kind of so it's like a mix of hackers and they live yeah a little bit a little that bit. sounds amazing it <laughs> does and yeah. it's awesome it's, it's, I guess I, I think we talked about this a little earlier not in the show yeah. uh, it's one of the only games that I have like really 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 like 100%ed I think twice yeah, like I've beaten other games 100, percent but it's the like, I've did 100 percent like knowingly erased my system file and then did it again and then did it again like for pleasure, you know, like right. not like and now the fact that I'm like I was like oh I guess I'll play it and then trophies yeah so the world will know that I'm awesome at this game <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> you know I was like so when people look at me they'll see that I fucking 100 percented it so you're gonna platinum this thing probably yeah, yeah. if there are gold I might I don't know if there's enough trophies it is like a dreamcast game right, right might right. not have a full trophy set it might only get gold whatever hmm. also um missionarium okay i read about that never mm-hmm. played it but that's like an adorable point and click game okay you play a little robot and each screen and it's like each at least so far i've done maybe like five or six puzzles each puzzle is like a single screen's worth of point and click okay piecing shit together of okay i need to do this to do this to do this this kind of makes a little you sort of like not necessarily full like Rube Goldberg machine, but like kind of that sort of approach of like I'll do this, which will do this, which will do this, which will allow me to get that little thing. Right. Which I need to do this to do this, and like you just sort of piece it together. It's hmm. kind of fun little visual, visual problem solving. All of them were for sale on PlayStation uh, Network. The thirteen for thirteen. It was like thirteen, just like critically acclaimed games. Crazy. That were uh, coming up for two thousand thirteen. Like they. Uh, they find they put. Um, I downloaded it, but haven't played it yet. They put Psychonauts up on oh, the PlayStation yeah, yeah. Two, yep. like the PlayStation Two collection. They were like, "If you haven't played Psychonauts, fucking, it's about time, fucking son. Play it. Yep. <laughs> What's your fucking excuse?" And uh, <laughs> I downloaded the uh, Vampire and the Masquerade um, Bloodlines. Okay, yeah, that was the second one. The that second the one, one, which is fucking amazing, and um, so. I don't know if it was this year or last year. Somebody found some, like a half-built level that was never they never had time to finish the level and put it back into the game. So he was just like, "Okay, I'll, I'll take a couple of weeks and uh, finish this level for them, and then release it in a patch." So this game, eight years old, got a fucking <laughs> update and a patch and a new level added to it that was originally meant to be in the game but never made it. And um, man, it's still just as like fun and fresh as uh, as it was, was that when I first played it. Through? That cool kind of like late '90s, early 2000s, like kind of go anywhere, do anything sort of computer game sort of thing. Not really. It's like um, there's four different like zones to the game, and okay. each one definitely it has like a mission structure, and like it's like a hub. You go and you do the missions, and there's some crossover. So like, I heard the, it makes a very big difference which clan you pick and whatever else like that. And... Sort of. There's, like, a bunch of clans will have a similar experience. Like, if you're playing a Bruja or a Toreador, you're going to have pretty much the same game, you know? Okay. Because Nosferatu like, is, like, completely different. Nosferatu is totally different because you actually break the masquerade by walking in the streets. So, like, you have to use the sewers to get from location to location. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you have a cab driver that is, like, it's it might be Kane driving your cab just for shits and giggles. <laughs> and, um, like, you can't take the cab if you're Nosferatu. Likewise, if you're a Malkavian, like, the whole game changes. Like, street signs talk to you. The fucking radio talks to you. It's, it's like, a crazy different game. But, um, 
Man, it's really fucking fun. If you haven't yeah. played this game and you like played Vampire I Ever, you really prob- should. Probably on Steam, probably like five dollars. Probably. And like, <laughs> like, I don't know like, if I can say this for sure, but even if you play it and you like don't like it, it's like worth it just to like revisit building a fucking vampire. Vampire character. starting character. Yeah. You're like, woo! like, ooh, do I take potence on my <laughs> on my bruja or do I take presence? Is, 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 is it is it typical character sheet like your, your five dots and uh, five dots and three? Your it's actually it, it's sort of it's like modeled on that, but like really heavily stripped down. Okay. So, like, each of your attributes will affect two skills. Okay. And then each of your skills leveling it only affects that skill. And then there... So, so like, it's, you know, whatever. If you like both of the skills that are based on the attribute, then you'll boost up the attribute. Up, okay. But otherwise, you don't care. But it's kind of, like, very, very strict about it. There's no Diablery in the game. There's... You have to play one of the seven clans. You never get an out-of-client discipline. You... Like, yeah, you get guns, but the guns are really shitty against vampires, so it's, like, worth it to have no weaponry. There's no Dragon's Breath rounds. Like, they, and they, they kept it, like, kind of, like, low, and your character never becomes, like, Prince of L.A. He's, like, always a neonate running around doing shit for other people, even if you become really strong and whatever. You're, like, be- be- best outcome, you're, like, a harpy. Or like whatever, yeah. like it's just sort of like you get like a minor title. Or yeah, something. you don't even really get to inter- like interact in politics that much. Like your character never advances beyond being a goon for all the different people there. But it gives you like like you do a bunch of missions for a baron, you do a bunch of missions for the prince, you do like it's like a soup song. Yeah, you need to like a little <laughs> a little like flavor. But like it's it's L.A. right, so it's like all like it's an anarch free state with a prince who's like trying to run a princedom, but he's not very good at it. And there's right, like right. a baron who just like nobody really cares. They do. They put in like a there's a there's a level where you go up against a wraith. Okay. You don't know what a wraith is. It's never explained to you. The wraith just does wraithy things, and you beat him by finding one of his fetters and taking it off the lot. That's <laughs> it. There's no fight. Like you just you find a fetter and run the fuck away with it. <laughs> or like you run into a nagaraja at one point. They never explain what a nagaraja is. You run into a vampire who's eating bodies, and she's like, "Yeah, I eat bodies." And you're like, "Okay, that's my thing." And you're like. Okay, <laughs> like what, what? What? What do I even say to that? And then you can agree to like fetch her some artifacts or not, and that's it. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Like they don't ever go farther than that. And the only reason I know it's a Nagaraja is because I like I read too many of these books when I was a fucking teenager. Sounds like the exact kind of game I would like to play. Yeah, like, like uh, back in the day, if I was LARPing, that's how I wanted it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Whoever put together like the plot and the characters in this thing had a deep love for the kind of vampire we used to play and want to play. As opposed to just like nonstop, I have this special thing that lets me do this special thing and this special discipline that fucking I'm a true slavery. Yeah, and like not a beautiful and unique snowflake vampire. The first Shut game up. really suffered from that, where like your character who was like an old bruja picked up Lure of the Flames in the second dungeon, and then you could beat the game running around shooting firestorms as a bruja. Yeah, but I mean, that's a different experience, right? Like it was you were yeah. that, that was a more combaty heavy game or whatever. And totally, fucking, totally, totally. You started in the dark ages, and then you fucking come back into modern times, and obviously like. Let's say obviously, but yeah. ev- even by normal vampire standards, if there was like an active, pumped up fucking dark age vampire who suddenly arrived in a modern city, he'd yeah. be fucking king shit, right? That's like, true. But if they had approached that that setting with the same aplomb that they approached this yeah, one, yeah. and he was just like he was just a bruja, was yeah supercharged, turbo powerful because he was an elder, but yeah, didn't know what was going on. That would have been a brilliant game as opposed to just being like a like a pretty shitty combat heavy, whatever. Yeah. This one, though, man, the characters are great fun, the fucking wandering around in the Nosferatu Warrens and having people shit all over you. Ugh, so much fun. Sounds I'm like, I'm wrapped up in the pleasure of it right now. Groovy. Yep. Alright, so, I downloaded and played Puzzle Pirates, which was awful. Cool. Really? Uh, I, I thought a lot also, of people liked that. Well, I know, I have no idea why. Yeah. Do you not know how to open that? Okay. Press it on the side. The side? There's a little button. Oh, yeah, there's a button. Yeah. Alright. Well, while Scott figures out technology, I was gonna, I'll, I'll put in uh, a quick note that uh-huh. I think a week or two ago I haven't really checked any of them out but they just launched a batch of free to play games on PSN okay, which are like like freemium style games like I don't know if maybe maybe they're they're gonna try to like if they could get lol on PSN they, why not fucking keyboard and mouse plug right if you plug in a USB keyboard and mouse you're you can you are go on yeah. PlayStation it accepts them as input devices so yeah. if you were so inclined, I don't know, see why they wouldn't. Interesting. But yeah, they're uh, they're they're trying to, I guess, uh, work out that market. What are some other titles? I have no are, idea. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I've just I just popped in and didn't really see anything that I recognize. But they're like it's like freemium style games where it's huh. like, I, uh, including DCU obviously because like the first twenty levels are DCU are free to play now. 
whatever the really the MMO yeah no shit yeah, yeah, yeah. totally makes sense yeah so it's like what they did with WoW where it's like yeah. you can go to level twenty on, on yeah 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 character. I actually downloaded um Eve Online yep yep um, I haven't played it yet but uh, I'm pumped to try and possibly lose your experience life, Eve the Eve yeah Scott you were looking up a book yeah. Yeah, and then I forgot the name again because the password didn't work. No, the, <laughs> the name of the book I just picked up. Uh, speaking of vampires, yeah. was uh, Anno Dracula, which I'm super excited to to, to get into. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Vlad Dracula becomes a consort for Queen Victoria in Victorian England. I like it. And they start making more vampires, and everyone's okay with this in the, the monarchy and the upper ups. But it's still kept a secret from the common man. Yeah, common man not not knowing that there are vampires running around London, and then. Jack Silverblade starts killing all these vampire prostitutes. Hey, 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 yeah. Yeah, so Jack, Jack the Ripper. Ripper. Yeah, so he's is, a good guy he's a good after guy. all these years. Yeah. Wow. Who's <laughs> vilified by the people in power. So I'm excited to start reading that as soon as mm-hmm. I get, you know, it done. I'll talk about go, it a little more. Go on Reddit and search for Jack the Ripper victims because they put pictures up last week and holy shit fuck, are they... Old-timey eviscerations. Like super graphic <laughs> eviscerations, yeah. girls' face cut the fuck well, off their that, skulls. There was that, there was that shot. You know, I work in an OR, right? Like I've seen faceless there, there skulls. Was, there was a I shot know, in like From Hell week. that people thought was like over the top. You know, when the girls like fucking just pause, like strewn about, like it's just a fucking mess of gore. Yeah. And there's a scene in From Hell, like it's a really quick shot. Didn't see From Hell. It's not really. I liked it. Not yeah. awful. Okay. It's very different from the comic, but it's like it's Johnny Depp, Ian Holm. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big names in there. It's fun. It's wor- worth watching. Yeah, lots of lots of opium. <laughs> yeah, very cool scenes about opium. Hmm. Anyway, there's one quick flash of a like girl who's just like fucking all over the fucking room. Yeah, kind of thing. And people were like, "That's way over the top." And is it Tim Burton who did From Hell? Yeah, I don't know. Whoever the fuck oh. directed oh. Tim From Hell? No, no, I don't think it was Tim Burton. Whoever directed it from did Hell. the music go bling 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 bling? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It had Johnny Depp in it. it yeah, it's... but it didn't have what's your face. Starts Anyway, it did, yeah, it didn't have a lot of Madame Carter. Maybe it did briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh. regardless, yes. the director was just sort of like, no, that's that, that's pretty much exactly what he did to this woman. Yeah. <laughs> like that, just, that particular woman, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, he, she was all over the place. Yeah. Uh, speaking of comics... Um, I can recommend that movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah? It's totally. Yeah, I'll try and check it out. I discovered that... Um, Judge Dredd uh-huh. has been running in a weekly comic nonstop since 1977. How is that even possible? I don't know. But there are like so seven people of... buying Judge Dredd comics. Uh, it's 20.99 AD. I don't know if they ever changed issue strips, or is it still in 20.99 AD, Scott? I don't know if you would know. Yeah, yeah. It's still in 20.99 AD. Yeah, they licensed to Dark Horse or whatever, like Marvel for a little while. The with trades the and stuff. Marvel UK, and then did Dark Horse for American Publishing, but. But so, but six pages of Judge Dredd have been coming out like clockwork for eighty-seven, ninety-seven, thirty-five years. That's incredible. Yeah, I was like, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna check out the complete case files. Oh, there's seventeen of them published, and they're all three to four hundred pages long, and it takes you to nineteen ninety-two. It's not even, not even up to date. <laughs> Holy shit! So I'm reading. The complete case files. Of I Dr. guess you Dredd. gave up on the complete uh, Doctor Who. No, I feel that I can read Judge Dredd while watching Doctor <laughs> Who, and maybe I'll finish around the same time. Right. <laughs> when I'm like fucking fifty, but yeah, reading a bunch of fucking. Is any of it any good? Like... It, it's it's fun. It's charming. It's the seventies still. Like it's oh, still yeah, in the seventies, okay. but like he's very much like you can already see a lot of uh, a lot of the Judge Dredd like ultimate badass. Like, is there any continuity of writing? Or even writing style, like does it just change wildly? I guess you'll find out. But well, yeah. I mean, right now most of the stuff is fucking written by the same guy, mm-hmm. so there's like some kind of like sort of continuity. Oh, there's a lot of stuff that's really sort of uh, like cheesy and stuff. Like he'll fight a giant robot and stuff. Like well, it's the '70s. I mean, yeah, yeah, gonna yeah, be, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to go through the '80s too. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, little, little known fact about Judge what Dredd: was the name of the book openly gay. Really? Yeah. Gay Judge, character. Judge Dredd is openly gay? Yep. Not in the 70s, he's not. Well, he doesn't really have anyone special in his life, but... Oh. Well, yeah, but he's not openly gay. He's not like, I'm a gay man. Like, he's, when you see him at home and he's stuff... He's not like flamboyantly gay. He doesn't broadcast it, but he doesn't hide it. No, he, he makes out with boys. He's never done that in the 70s. No. 
I'm just saying. I'm, I have yet to get to that point. I'm just saying, and I don't know if he was necessarily conceived by the writers. Could be there, there's going to be a new writer who's going to decide that yeah, he's yeah, gay. Yeah, he very easily could be because he's basically like I viewed him a lot more, at least in the '70s. He's like he's clearly asexual. Like he just doesn't doesn't even care. He's like only the law matters. A judge has no time for love. <laughs> no, that's that's the wrong judge trend. Is it? So Is yeah, it? cutting back to from hell. Weirdly, directed by the Hughes brothers, who are also known for Menace to Society, yeah. Dead Presidents, American Pimp, and The Book of Eli. Crazy. Huh. Now, what was the name of your vampire book? Just real quick for the Anno viewers. Dracula. I did. Anno I said that. Dracula. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I said that. I remembered that. I know, but I didn't. I said it to you. That's what's important. Uh, coming up on the hour. Does anyone have any uh, any closing comments? I think, I think I'm good. A full half hour of wrestling talk today. Full half hour of wrestling. Boy, we talk about wrestling. Yep. I have some, yep, we uh, did. God, watch some wrestling. I've yeah. up with us. I have some real quick music stuff. Music stuff. Is it Chris Brown getting into a fight with Frank Ocean? No, because that, that happened. What? Sweet, like a fist fight? Yeah, like a fist fight. I saw a thing on Reddit today where it was saying Chris Brown has finally decided to piss off everybody in the universe. <laughs> yeah, I guess that that's what this is. Chris Ocean in the face. Yeah, <laughs> Frank Ocean. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you jump Frank Ocean in a parking lot. Why? Just cause? I don't, I don't know, cause. He hadn't beat up Rihanna in a while. Frank Ocean, I am finished with you. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it was basically it. Yeah. Some guys, their two crews were talking, and then oh, so they had crews involved, so it wasn't as crazy. I just imagine like Frank Ocean, like with his car keys, and yeah. like, like like footsteps, like. What the fuck, you Frank Ocean? Boom! And just like runs up to him. Would have been the best. Did he hurt him really bad? Uh, no, but he did definitely win since Frank Ocean is not. A sociopath. Isn't he right. friendly gay? He's gay. He's openly gay. <laughs> Not like Judge Dredd. <laughs> He's, oh wait, Frank o- so where was Judge Dredd to defend Frank Ocean? This is the part of the story I'm fucking missing. England. Uh, no, he's not. He's in America. Isn't he in this city that is between Boston and New York that's no. like a giant mega city? Wait, wait, wait. The entirety. It stretches from New York to Washington. Right. Imaginary. I forgot. He's <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, that clears He's things up a lot. I was going to say, Hip Hop, though, Classified's new album came out like a week or two ago. Fucking amazing. Which right? album? Classified. His okay. self-titled album. Chris's? Classified. Okay. Really good. Fucking, have you listened to it, Scott? No, I haven't. You should. I've been, I've been reading Hip Hop tabloid. There's like Rick Ross crashes car into a building trying to escape gunfire. Wow. That was on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> no real gunfire. What? No, it was totally gunfire. <laughs> no, it's guy much funnier in my head. Where, like, it's like the introduction to some hip-hop song. Like, Rick Ross is like, oh, fuck. Just crashes his car. <laughs> that was in my version. Yeah, no, Rick, Rick Ross is apparently like the last of the gangsta rappers. Cause, real gangsta? Yeah. He is a scary dude. Yeah, I can buy that. Also, in vaguely hip hop music, Hudson Mohawk. Mm-hmm. Hudson Mohawk does uh, like very much electro, but like electro inspired by hip hop beats, mostly instrumental stuff. Okay, it's very very hard to describe. If you are interested in something that kind of doesn't sound like anything that you probably heard, it's like electro. Like if you picture someone like who is a very like pure kind of like electro. Underworld? No, that's like a little more like throwbacky. Okay. But do you think maybe Paul Oakenfeld, Aphex Twin? Sort of almost like Aphex Twin. Like if Aphex Twin decided like I'm gonna do a hip hop album, right. but not really intentionally. Like just all my beats are gonna kind of follow hip hop accidentally style. Hip-hop? But it, it's not like there's like gangster rap over it or anything else like right. that. But it's just sort of like it follows like slower kind of hip hop beats. Huh. It sort of comes out like that. It's, uh, it's like the gorillas if there were no vocals. No, because there's the gorillas is more like indie rock and hip hop kind of mesh. Less there's also some acoustic sound. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's more of like that, an indie yeah. rock. It's very, very electronic, but just with a hip hop beat. Okay. I listen to it. Alrighty. Yeah. So music news. Macklemore. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hit number one on the Billboard charts, and is an indie artist. Is only the number two indie artist to do that unsigned to a major label I find him pretty unlistenable really? Thrift Shop is an amazing song yeah I don't know man I just the some, world some agrees it's number one on the billboard charts yeah. something about his style of rapping I just like ugh don't even want to hear it even Thrift Shop? 
Maybe I just haven't heard that song. But yeah, well, I don't know. Like some of his other stuff, like his "I'm Serious" and "I Got Fucking Sober." I don't. Know. Eh. Yeah, maybe um, that's that's the, the stuff, stuff that I'm not super. Yeah. Yeah. So the the last independent artist to reach number one on the Billboard charts? Uh, hang on, hang on. Give me a hint. What year? Can we give us a hint? Uh, early yeah. 90s. Early 90s. Independent artist number one. Uh, was it a band or a solo artist? Solo artist. Solo artist. Prince. No. What? What? <laughs> Prince is 90s? not an independent artist. How is yeah, that even Prince, possible? Did an ind- Prince has released some of his stuff independently. I'd almost guarantee you. No, that independent stuff lives in his vault. Hmm. Uh, Where he puts it out in a newspaper. Is it anybody we're going to know? Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely know the song. I, I was like, really? That was an independent song. Huh. Well, see, if we'd been Prince, it'd been like, yes, Prince released the 1990 album, whatever, independently. Could have just like some pancakes? Could have been. Um, can you, uh, rock. Was it rock? No. No, it was what? folk rock. Folk rock. Sean Mullins. No, that was late 90s. Um, nah. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. The can crazy we, guy? No, it's a girl. Daniel Johnson? No. Fiona Apple? Sarah McLaughlin. Fiona Apple is closer, but no. Not uh, Tori Amos? No. Cornflake. God, this is just going to go on forever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Lisa Loeb with Stay. Huh. Yeah. Lisa Loeb with Stay. You say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what I want to. That one. You say. That song. That's what Lisa Loeb has in common with Macklemore. Lisa Loeb had a dirty mouth. Did she? Yeah, I don't I know. Actually, so. I think that really soft-spoken thing, whatever. Yeah. But it's like because she was like, "I'm an independent label, and I don't need to censor myself." Like she'd occasionally just be swearing, but she's still this girl with like, the fucking bangs and the big laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't give a fuck, and you're like. Also, had a bit role in uh, House on Haunted Hill. Crazy. She's I remember the, that. that. She's the reporter. The remake. With, yeah. She's the reporter who goes to interview the guy on the roller coaster that has the crazy elevator drop. And yeah, yeah, that's 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 a little. That was great fun. Good times, guys. There's another episode of Ninety Eight. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Keith. Scott. John. Please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.